And welcome back to the PLV podcast. This is your host, PLV, Peter Lewis Venero, of course. And we are at episode number 10 with Jenny Nagy. This is part five of our continued conversation of our mutual astral journeys and conversations that we um, use to dissect our mutual journeys in the astral and beyond, at least in this segment. And it's been extremely just fascinating and mind-blowing uh, for the both of us because there's been just so much revelation and a lot of um, new learnings and um, breakthroughs. So in this episode, we're going to go a bit deeper into the quantum reality and also into parallel lives. So I hope that you enjoy this one. Enjoy. Should we talk about the parallel dreams that you and I had together and then also talk about maybe like how people can optimize themselves for lucid dreaming and like give some give some tips maybe absolutely let's talk about it i absolutely believe that too by the way what that man said i just wouldn't call that past lives i would call that parallel lives oh um, right you know what difference? because it's all happening because it's all happening at the same time and we just perceive it as um we just perceive it as, you know, past maybe, but it's, maybe, it's not past. It's just happening all at the same time and influencing itself and us and our system. Let's call it a system, us and our parallel versions and our higher consciousness, the system. It's like a system and it all influencing each other. And that's why I said when people, you know, I told you, people just say sometimes, oh, this was just a dream. But do you, do you, they don't understand or what I just realized also just recently is, oh, my God, just imagine, let's say that is just you creating it. But don't you see what that indicates that how powerful our what powerful being we are that as soon as we slip into that state, we create a whole world, a whole environment with all little details and yeah. persons and it's the creative spark in us the same as god creates or or the source would create this world with whole stories and a whole environment and a whole system all working together yeah. yeah we do the same thing because we are part of it as soon as we uh, slip away and not focus only in this reality anymore as soon as we become and I would even say that in the moment we slip away into the dream state, we become again more that spark, that creative spark yes. uh, of, of source. And then we create a whole story with stories and conflicts and where we resolve conflicts that even that help us again in this life here, in this waking reality. Mm. And I can tell you that even a lot of problems I have solved in in these other realities that are influenced here. The, the really? Relationship. Yeah. Do you yeah. have examples? Um, for example, for okay. example, when the with my friend that I told you, where I told you that it's impossible that we made it this li lifetime uh, as friends again. Uh. This is something. This is something that was resolved. The, the problems and conflicts. A lot of them were resolved in other uh, states, in dreams, and also in out-of-body experiences. I had conscious wow. uh, memory 
like really conscious experience with, with him as well while we resolved and then I was seeing already again oh this is going into a good direction again mm. and I was so happy about it because I knew if you don't resolve that this lifetime we were going to resolve that in other lifetimes again and I was thinking this sh should be resolved this lifetime <laughs> because yeah. it was so so much work yeah and um so Mm -hmm. I've never, I've never, um, I haven't tried yet anyway to resolve anything. Did you go into the dream intentionally to resolve that or did it sort of just happen? I asked for help. I asked a lot uh, of help. Okay. Yeah, I said, I want to resolve that. This needs to be, this needs to be, I don't want to carry that as karma into my, whatever the step is in my, the, the, my next, uh, my journey is, that the next step would be, but I said, this needs to be done, this right now and here so i ask for help i want to want want to resolve that in a peaceful way and i did a lot of soul retrieving i did call i told you i did this exercise with um going to the akashic records and not in a out-of-body experience just in a meditative mm. state and taking my energy back yeah and yeah. Re yeah reintegrating my the parts that i abandoned because of that and then everything changed after that. And then I had, uh, at the same time, I had a lot of out-of-body experiences where I met him and mm -hmm. where I said, oh, this is, you know, it's going into a better um, direction. And we slowly uh, resolved these conflicts and these other experiences. And then for suddenly, and then we had contact again. And then suddenly we were like, oh, I think we are friends now. <laughs> It was so, and this was so, this was like a miracle. I'm telling you, it was like a miracle. It was so, because he had done work and I have done the work yeah. independently from each other. And then suddenly it worked, which before oh, 40 years, it didn't, yeah, before yeah. 40 years, it didn't work, you know? And wow. then I was thinking, oh my God, thank God this is resolved, you know, comma, a check. You mm. can put a check on this, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because you you both were also doing the work on on either side, so it sounds like you you were both putting in the the intention for that. Yes, yeah, there was a there was a shift happening uh, on both of our sides. So there, of course, they have to, two parties have to be wanting to do that, and ah. he didn't. Yeah, I mean, there was. Um, I even asked him then if he could remember some of these experiences and some of them, he had a vague memory of it. Like he could remember a little bit of it, but for him, it was just a dream, you know? Oh. I told him, so, yeah. So this was a real thing. This is like, wow. really, it, yeah. So you were very, both, very my other question was, um, so you were doing it while you were in, in the dream state where you actually asked for help or did you ask for help in your waking state and then go into the dream? Yeah, I was asking my waking state and meditation. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, you're such a beautiful soul, Jenny. Aw, <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. Ben, I'm so happy about this because I knew that it's a thing that that was a karmic relationship. He also taught, he always also say, always calls that karmic relationship. Oh, does he? Okay. This, so he's spiritual. Yeah, he yeah he does yeah he is and um he uh, so I'm, I'm very very grateful that this is we could put a check on this this lifetime because oh. this was so much it was a lot of a big whole story i had a few 
over the years, so much out of body experience. I thought, okay, there's so many parallel lives that we had shared, yeah. uh, me and him. Yeah. And most of one of my most amazing experience I ever had out of body um, was also he was there too. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he was there too, um, but um, yeah, but this is this is uh, done now, and it's good that we did that, and it's part of it is, have uh, you know, we done that in the, you know, in dream state and out of body experience in parallel dimensions. I would, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call that. Yeah, I wouldn't even call that past lives or other. I would just say it's, mm -hmm. it's we are in so many dimensions all at the same time. Yeah. And then it all influencing each each other. It's all influencing each other. That so that's why even yeah, and that's why even when you say this is just a dream, it still has value, you know, it still has value. So it's um this yeah, now this reminds me of and then we'll go into the the parallel dreams that, that we had. Um mm -hmm. reminds me of Ishmael Perez, I think his name is the um this new star event that just like blown up on the on like the star seed scene. He was talking yes. about how we are just in so many different realities at once. And when there's this, you know, the solar flash they've been talking about for years and years. Um, he says if if that hap like when that happens, that everybody just gonna get this total recall and all of your different parallel lives that are being lived on the um I guess in the yeah, end, the different realities, it's just mm. kind of like one major uh, sort of like total recall where all of the memories come back all at once. And then who knows which life is going to be chosen, you know, because obviously like if they're, you know, within within the parallel realities each person is living a different life somewhere so it's like who who wins i wonder you know what i mean like yeah which which version of the self of the person's self is going to be the one that is going to kind of end up being the one that receives all of the all of the memories ah i see yeah i guess that that that's the question, but I guess that if this is all, if we are all influencing each other, maybe it doesn't matter so much. Yeah, I guess it doesn't version. matter. Yeah, because you're yeah. remember everything. It, I mean, if one version will remember, then it's going to wake up the other versions as well. That's I was, pretty cool. I was thinking about this just the last days, about, um, about the quantum wave not collapse this is how i called it uh, when i was in my meditation state and doing because the, i told you the last days i was doing a lot of energy work um yeah. after because i had like an a uh, direct exit um direct exit experience the last days then where my only my 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 legs flew up and took off but the rest i was stuck in my head i was wow. still my upper part was stuck and I was like, shit. Then I thought, okay, I will just do just some, some energy work. So the next uh, next days, and this is what I did. Mm. And then I was going into a state where I told you this was feeling, there I was feeling, oh my God, I reached a state where you are actually 
you just become this this spark this creative spark and it felt like that this is the word that i was looking for it felt like you are the quantum wave that is not collapsed yet you know that we are if we are like uh, um you know from the double split experience this is what i'm talking that you're we are like if we are um our versions here if if we are a collapsed quantum wave like we are manifested but we are also this other thing that is still in the flux that we are like we could be everything we are just in the middle we are just this creative like the like the vacuum the vacuum that could be happening everything this is what they do in this um you know this uh how this how this is called um this big <laughs> These big um, tunnels that they build, where they uh, fire neutrons or, or whatever uh, they are firing to each other to see what's happening in the vacuum, and then they see there is so much happening in the vacuum. There's um, there's there where they find the Higgs boson um, uh, particle. You you know uh, what I mean? I haven't followed up. I haven't um, looked into that. Uh, deep enough to to comment, but I do know oh. what you're talking about. Yeah, you you know what I'm talking about, and then um, so this is the state where you that we can tune in, and I think in Kundalini Yoga they call that Shunya, where this yeah. is like this the neutral state. It's just where you just you just are, you just are awareness. You're just like a spark of energy. And I was thinking about this. Oh no, I don't I forgot where I wanted to go with it why i was even talking now about this um what what, what, what were we what were we talking about just before that um, i was mentioning about how um ishma perez was talking about how um everything is just going to collapse into one reality like one one person yeah so i was thinking about how how this is a creative this is such a creative state. Yeah, you know, like in this state, I was thinking, oh, now, damn, bam. And then I, I was already in a, I was just observing how I could create a dream with a lot of characters and blah, blah, blah. And wow. I was just observing this. And I was thinking, this is the creative God spark in all of us, where we are just in the flux and everything is possible. You're in a quantum wave that is not collapsed yet. Everything yeah. is possible. And then I, I was thinking, so what is the difference then between um, uh, the version, for example, where you say which one is going to win or which is going to manifest right. which version of us? And I was thinking, you know, if like, for example, if J.K. Rowling, mm -hmm. when J.K. Rowling created the Harry Potter universe, then she was giving in each of these characters, she was giving a part of herself with mm -hmm. love, mm -hmm. even into Voldemort, like when, you know, uh, and, and then they become alive. And now it's a whole universe that is alive. And I'm pretty sure it's now a consensus reality because so many uh, people read about it. Oh, and believe. Gosh, good. Yeah. And I think that they, for them, they will think, you know, uh, Harry, uh, Ron and Hermione, they would think, you know, if there's a God, then oh. why would they create? Why would, would God create some someone like Voldemort? But she's just thinking. Uh, but they, and you know, for them, is J.K. Rowling is God, and she gave, she yeah, gave Voldemort to to have a story, to have a beautiful story with growth and 
she, she needed a villain and uh, to make the other characters grow. And then she gave a spark to them. It became, and then they became alive and have now their own life maybe, and maybe even a free will to do whatever wow. they want to. After the story is resolved, and what would happen if they become aware, if they wake up that they are just in a simulation mm-hmm. and then they become, what if they, and then they would re- maybe realize, oh, and, and each of us is a spark of God, which is J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. And J.K. Rowling, again, is a part of a bigger consciousness, which is us. Mm-hmm. And we are, again, a bigger a part of the bigger consciousness, which is source. So mm-hmm. this is so, so infinite. Maybe That's why maybe when you say we are living in a simulation, mm-hmm. we are a simulation within a simulation within a simulation. Mm-hmm. And we even call these authors world building. You know, when they say, oh, this is just such a great world building, like Game yeah. of Thrones yeah. or... Um, uh, Tolkien with uh, with the whole um, Lord of the Rings stuff, you know, there's world building happening. These are world builders. Right. This is this is maybe this is how it feels. I think that there is love given to it. Then this is they become alive, and then it's gonna manifest somewhere and somehow here too. And maybe I'm- this is the same way with us, with our versions. Wherever you focus on. And put love in, and then it becomes that you give them a spark of you, and um, and then it becomes um, how do you say it, it manifests into a, a, a reality, not reality, but a re- reality. A reality, yeah. Because I was just gonna say, yeah. I know for sure that thoughts become things we can manifest in our reality here. But um, are you saying that as as um beings here us in this simulation if we're creating a story then we're actually creating a reality in some on some timeline where that's actually existing yes that's what wow. this is exactly what i'm thinking that's why i think when you, your last episode when you start oh is this be, um marvel i was a marvel, marvel world, world. yeah of course it exists <laughs> Of course it exists, especially especially when uh, so many millions of people have watched the movies and read the comics. Wow. They, there's so many people believing and giving thought and love into these stories and characters. Mm-hmm. Of course it manifests as a reality somewhere. somewhere. Because yeah. like... so it's like... It's sort of like um, mainstream media that's just programming negativity into people and then and they're creating the reality through that, right? Like sort of Absolutely. Like, like magic. Do, do you know that even now in the in the very mainstreamy UAP UFO UFO um, uh, community, this mm-hmm. is now even a, a thought that is uh, discussed this is what really surprised me like really really cautious scientifically people who are getting now into this topic also journalists who are very very cautious with their words that means they don't go into you know uh, woo-woo conspiracy they're very trying to be very very careful but now even the consciousness aspect is discussed and they even said i was seeing some interviews about this that this is known in the in the government, on the government level. And this might be a mm-hmm. reason 
why they were so um this was that was also an aspect about why they kept it sec uh, secret because it does it does matter how many people believe in a thing and how they perceive it if it they perceive it in a negative way or in a positive way so it's not like it's still in the flux right. how we gonna how it's still in the flux how how this is gonna enter our reality and create a new paradigm shift the whole ufo uh, uap uh, topic so if we um gonna think the aliens are out to get us maybe this is got what we're gonna create mm. so this is i was so surprised that this is the thing now in the very mainstreamy very cautious scientific um um community that yeah i mean i mean not the you know oh i was abducted by aliens i'm channeling aliens community i'm not talking about these i'm talking about the uh people who are coming from the government journalists that are wow. um science, scientists yes it's i was so surprised about this this is the thing now this is they know that consciousness plays the biggest role in this yeah. and they and i think this came from that uh, a lot of these um, UFO um, pictures that were taken mm. are not in congruence with with the people who took the picture who saw the actual event. That means that the people saw something in the air, took a picture, and then on the picture something completely different was seen. Wow. So there, um, so there is either they say the aliens kind of manipulate our mind. Or consciousness plays a role, and often also, um, how do you say? Um, there was always it was always a, people were always amazed that only, for example, one family could see the thing and not the other people around. Ah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. So consciousness plays a role in it. Yeah, and also yeah. what we create and how we. So we are maybe this alien UFO disclosure thing is still us creating something mm. and we have to be very cautious about what we're going to create now yeah understand what i mean this is so yeah. interesting and i thought i was so surprised when i heard this over and over again now in this very um scientifically focused and cautious non-spiritual uh ufo research mm. researcher uh, community i was yeah. blown away this is so interesting Yeah. I think especially because, um, yeah, they're coming from the scientific perspective. And I yes. know even just with, um, obviously, just like mainstream science. And um, there's one scientist that I love to follow, Dr. Andrew Huberman. He's He works more in neuroscience. But they haven't even caught up yet with um, manifesting and understanding that belief creates your reality. Like they're just starting to see that now, but they haven't dug into the science. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Science hasn't catch up. Uh, hasn't. Although, you know, I mean, quantum physics does catch up with it, but um, they're just, very cautious to talk about the implications of this I mean, mm -hmm. they talk about it in a scientific way and then the spiritual community picks it up and says oh but this implicates this and this but mm -hmm. very and you 
um, I mean, only this Tom Campbell was a Tom Camp. Um, Tom Campbell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I see. He's one of the few who who talks about the implications. Or do we uh, know? Or even, but it, but it, it just did a, a expansion of the double split experiment, which is called delay quantum quantum choice experiment. Do you know that one? No, that's new. Well, yeah, that's pretty new. Where they kind of they let the wave not collapse. They let it go through the slits, uh, slits in not as a part particle because it was measure, measured at the slit, but they let it go through the as a wave, uh -huh. as a quantum wave in the flux, and then they observe it after the slit before it hits the wall. Wow! And then then they see that it it then uh, collapses, the wave collapses, and then it, mm -hmm. it indicates that it did went as a particle through one or uh, at, uh, through a slit. It did make a choice going through right. one slit or to the other, but delayed as a delayed choice. This is very, very, um, how do you say, I uh, totally can't tell you how the real experiment was done but there are videos on youtube because it's very complicated but mm -hmm. it's really the choice of the measurement is done after the slit and if you then the wave collapses mm -hmm. and then it it goes back in time and tells you oh it did go through through the slit as a particle and not through as a wave right. so that means that time is an illusion and you can even influence the past which wow. was by the way done in experiments which is a, there's a book called the power of eight uh, written by a woman that i can't recall now the name of her and she made experience with uh with people meditating in a group of eight for people in the past in the 90s who were going through cancer and whatever uh, or heart uh, surgery and they were praying randomly they took some people and prayed for them in the past And then later they saw that the people that were prayed for were the ones that recovered. Wow. The other people That's died. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. It, yes, it has an influence on the past. It's amazing. That is super cool. I'm not surprised at all because it's all intention and, and energy and thoughts and love. Yes. And it has no in time is just, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But let's talk about the 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 You know, if you're in the topic of UFOs, let's yeah. talk about our, ex our experiences. Yeah, 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 definitely. So are uh, the, the military dreams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So it started with mine. And once again, I don't remember all of the details, but I remember the feeling very um, strongly. It reminded me of like, I was like in this dark, so I was somewhere off world um, in space And um, it was like a like a militaristic structure, and it was dark. Like the 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 sense that I got from it was sort of like the dark side in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. and, um, so there was something happening. I don't I don't remember what, but I was having to go to some sort of a trial, and I remember that um, somebody was saying that like. They were just saying, maybe it was like my representative, like lawyer or something. And they're saying, just like, just, um, just say that you're guilty. It's going to be much easier. And I was thinking like, I was thinking, 
man, this is so wrong. I was just feeling like this is this is this is wrong, but I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that I'm guilty just so that it's gonna be uh it's just gonna be easier, like whatever the outcome was. And I didn't know what it was about or what the outcome was going to be, but I just remember I was having to go to some sort of a tr- I was gonna be put on trial for something. And I felt that it was um, wrong, but it was also at the same time, the energy that was very wrong itself, like it didn't feel benevolent. It didn't feel like it was uh, like anything light. It was sort of like, it was just like the dark side that I was there. And um, I just remember it felt very militaristic. It reminded me of um, yeah Star Wars again, but sort of like, because I hear on the... Um, reptilian side that there's they're very much about just control and structures and um, I think from the research that I've found that I've come across um, a lot of the structures that we have here on our on our world were um, put in place by the uh, like the Draco reptilians I guess the negative side and how it felt so then mm-hmm. I woke up and I told you about it, and that's all I remember. <laughs> but weren't you also, didn't you say something about a reptile, and weren't you feeling like a reptile, or there was a oh, yeah, baby dinosaur right. or something? <laughs> no, that's right. I felt I was like a part reptilian. Yes. And it was like, um, is- I was like a mix or something like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. even if we look at all of our... Um, Based on the research that I've come across here as well, like apparently we're a lot where many of us are part reptilian. I think even if like if we look part, if we look very closely at our skin and we zoom in with our eyes very closely, we can actually see like um, like the scales and, you know, we have the reptilian brain and all of that. Yeah. I was definitely feeling like strongly like half reptilian in that dream as well. Thank you. Good memory. And do you, and how did that feel that re- feeling of half being half or part reptilian how how would you describe that was uh, it different to this state that you are in now here in waking reality i remember that i definitely felt like myself i felt like mm-hmm. i was conscious and that was my soul if that makes sense like you know it was a part mm-hmm. of me. Yeah. um but no i felt like half human I felt like part of human, humanoid, and just part reptilian. And um, yeah, I wish, oh gosh, I didn't record that one either, but I definitely uh, felt, I don't know what it was, uh, what it was about it, but I, I, I can tell that I was part reptilian and part human. And it was just annoying. You was, was just annoying. Yes. You, you were just, and did you see, look into a mirror? No, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, then what would have been interesting? That would have been really fascinating. <laughs> and wasn't there also a reptilian in the court? Like a baby dinosaur or something? <laughs> was there? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you said it. I'm which was I mean, you... better at these things. <sighs> you said something about there was like, this, this was the trial was about. There was like a baby reptile also. Wow. Or was this? Or was that is this another part? Was this a second dream where another? I don't. Uh, I think you had two in a row about these trial or court. I think I did too. Oh. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, we've got one more for you. We're going to be bringing this conversation full circle in part three. And then we are going to be actually bringing Jenny back for even more conversations because there are further investigations, explorations, and disseminations that we feel called to uh, to bring you. So I hope you enjoyed that. And we will catch you on the next one. Ciao. Hey there, before you go, just wanted to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Creative Communications. It's where we work with conscious entrepreneurs and professional service providers by amplifying their presence online with digital marketing. If you're a coach, a consultant, or a practitioner, and you're looking to grow your audience and revenue so that you can make a positive impact, visit createic.com. That's spelled C-R-E-A-T-I-Q.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do subscribe so you can be notified of forthcoming episodes. You can also leave us up to a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify if you'd like. If you have suggestions about related topics or if you have any feedback of any kind, please feel free to send a voicemail. The link is in the description for you to do so. If you're not already following me, Peter Lewis Venero, on Twitter or Instagram, I post content for entrepreneurs and behind-the-scenes musings. You can find me at Peter Lewis Venero. The link is also in the show notes. Once again, thank you for joining me today and catch you on the next one.